Welcome to Public Safety Talk Radio, the podcast for all of our heroes in public safety, including law enforcement professionals, firefighters, EMTs, corrections officers, healthcare workers, and more. The show is produced by the POCUA and is founded upon its soundness initiative. This episode is sponsored by the Finest Service Organization, a provider of line of duty death loan protection through many of our POCUA institutions. I am Ken Bader, your host for Public Safety Talk Radio, and yes, I have another great guest. This is going to be a really interesting one, because not that we don't always, yeah, we always have a first responder, it seems like, here, and we've got another great one in Austin Glickman, but he's also an entrepreneur, which came up with a great idea called the Leo Weekend, and we're going to dig into that, but let me tell you a little bit about Austin. He's been involved with the emergency services field since 2008, when he joined the City of Long Beach Volunteer fire department so he's been on both sides fire and police officer he was a bright-eyed 18 year old uh so now we know how old he is if he was 18 in 2008 austin quickly realized his passion for helping others and went on to continue his volunteer service as an emt for the state university of portland his alma mater let's fast forward a little bit to the fact that he is now an active police officer uh, he raised his hand with over 1,000 other individuals as they swore, as they were sworn into the New York City Police Academy. However, within just a few weeks of starting his police career, the world would forever change following national news stories, which fueled protests and riots throughout the country, which is highly unfortunate. But it was around that time, I believe, he came up with the idea of Leo Weekend. I can go on and on about Austin, but Austin, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks for being here. You know, I know we we went back and forth on the email and, you know, you had to reschedule a couple of times. But as I told you via the email, your active duty, I will I will let that go. If you're a civilian like me, hey, make appointments. But when you're active duty, you got better things to do than to talk to me. I almost didn't make it tonight. As I was leaving, uh, a lot of the guys in the office were getting notified for a, a detail tonight in Times Square. I believe it was for a, uh, a protest against the uh, ongoing war in uh, with Russia and Ukraine. So, yeah, I, I made it out by the skin of my teeth. Yeah, well, we're glad you're here, and we we of course, you know, our hearts are are with the folks in Ukraine, and certainly wish this this wasn't happening. Uh, but let's segue back to the the subject at hand which is Leo Weekend. I understand the idea came to you very early in your career. Why and how did it come to you? So as you read in the bio, uh, right after I got into the academy, within probably a few weeks, the world turned upside down, as I like to reference it as. Uh, Law enforcement went from being the good guys to the bad guys in the snap of a finger. It happened so quick. And why did it happen? There were false narratives being portrayed on the news media uh, in relations to high-profile incidents that occurred throughout the country. Uh, One, of course, happened here in New York City. A few happened in Baltimore. And then, of course, Ferguson, which was the the one that really uh, took the spotlight. Uh, The hands, hands up, don't shoot. And then Black Lives Matter started to really unfold. And... Uh, we went from, you know, being uh, this noble profession to now being viewed as the enemy. And I only had, what, maybe a month or two in the academy? And I was like, what did I get myself involved in? Um, nobody could have predicted, 
for that to happen. We didn't think it could get any worse. And oh, were we wrong? Uh, we could we could get into that in a little bit. But as all this started to to unfold in in front of me, uh, my classmates, my instructors, a lot of the other law enforcement officers I was dealing with on a daily basis, their stress levels were through the roof. So one night, as I came home from the range, actually, uh, I went online. And this idea came into my head to try to find an organization or an event that allowed law enforcement officers, their friends, their families to just get away for the weekend, relax, unwind, partake in different activities. Now, of course, we all know there's the National Police Week that occurs in D.C. every year, which is an unbelievable. At least it did before COVID. I think it, it hasn't happened in a couple of years. It's coming back. It's yeah. coming back this year. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Our, our organization is in direct connection with the FOP down in DC and we got the thumbs up. It is definitely happening in this year. Uh, and they're going to be opening up registration soon for all you vendors out there for Tent city, which is always a big uh, to do, but uh, police week is not the type of events and activities that I was imagining in my own mind. Yeah. And I was shocked to find out that I couldn't find a single other event or activity out there that allowed for officers to get away for the weekend. Now, there are other ones out there that are very small or intricate and specific to a little area of the country or department. Uh, some of them are private or, or they're funded through um, other means. But again, nothing that I was really thinking in my mind. So this idea started to formulate in my head. And as luck would have it, right after I graduated the academy, or well, let me back, backtrack a few sure. moments. Um, before I graduated the academy, officers Lou and Ramos in the NYPD were assassinated in Brooklyn. Uh, a going to be polite here. We'll call him a man uh -huh. came from Baltimore and uh, put on his social media page that he was going to put wings on pigs. And he showed up and found the first two police officers that he could find. Uh, unfortunately, it was officers Lou and Ramos. Uh, now they were, they were uh, promoted to detective after their death. So detectives Lou and Ramos uh, were sitting in their patrol car eating lunch. And he came up to their uh, passenger side window and just started putting rounds through the window. And unfortunately, they were both killed instantly. Um, after that had occurred, I then graduated within about two weeks after that. Uh, it was one of the, the first and only graduating classes at inside Madison Square Garden, where we didn't throw up our white gloves. There was no confetti. Uh, we did a final salute to Lou Ramos on the Jumbotron, and we somberly walked out of Madison Square Garden. So what's supposed to be one of the most proudest, happiest moments of your life, graduating the most prestigious police department academy in the world, was the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. And it left our families who were there, you know, thousands and thousands of people are watching us come go, you know, walk across that stage. And now you leave and they go, wow, you know, what's going to happen to my loved one? Yeah. If these two police officers who have years and years on the job, my son or daughter, they're leaving the Madison Square Garden with two minutes on the job. Mm -hmm. So what, what's going to happen to them if they're not prepared? So it was a really interesting time to graduate. But as luck would have it, Right after I graduated, I had a few days off before I had to go to work. And I went up to uh, Lake George, New York. My then girlfriend at the time um, took me up there to, to see the area. I had never been there before. And she introduced me to uh, a family friend. Uh, essentially, it's, it's almost like her uncle. They've known each other for forever. And his name was uh, Bob Blaze. He is the mayor of Lake George. He's been the mayor of Lake George for, I think, over 50 years. 
He's, I think, in the top two longest-running mayors in U.S. history. Wow. And he's a prior police chief hmm. uh, for the village of Lake George. And I joke with him. I say, Bob was the, the chief of police when the horses pulled the, uh, the police carriages. <laughs> And uh, the, the Lake George Police Department actually got disbanded many, many years ago and got taken over by the County Sheriff's Department. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, Bob was a retired police chief. And as I was up there, again, as luck would have it, there was a massive firefighter convention going on called the Hudson Valley Firefighters Convention. And I saw fire trucks from all across New York State in Lake George. So I said to Bob, have you ever thought about doing a police convention? And he said, no, no one's ever really, you know, came to came up. With no, one <laughs> no one ever asked. No one ever approached us. And we got the ball rolling. And for two years, we were going back and forth, emailing each other. I would go to, to, um, to meetings with him. And then we got other local police chiefs involved. And it just kind of snowballed into what it is now. And we were blessed to get a $25,000 grant. Mm. And uh, Mayor Blaze used his own uh, pocket money, gave us $10,000 to get this event up and running. And just a lot of ton- uh, support and, and um uh, appreciation from the, the locals in the area. Uh, again, my then girlfriend, who's now my wife, her family got fully involved. I was going to ask you that. It's like, is your girlfriend now your wife or did you yeah, unload yeah. her and find yeah, somebody yeah, else yeah, when you're yeah, still going to Lake her. George? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got rid of her. I used her for what I needed. And I got yeah, and then, yeah, you yeah. unloaded her. Uh, I'm yeah. glad you stayed together. <laughs> yep, yep, stayed together. She's now, we're now, we've been married now for three years. Congratulations. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, and she, she's a huge supporter, of, of, of course, of, of law enforcement and, and everything that I do. I uh, wouldn't be able to do it without her, actually, because all she has to do is tell me no. And then that's it. <laughs> it doesn't do happen. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. So everything just fell into place. Uh, I'm a big believer that things happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. I think I was there on that day uh, with Bob and the firefighters. And it just because if none of that had happened, none of this would, would have occurred. And in 2017, so that was back in 2014. Well, excuse me, 2014 was when I was in the academy. Mm-hmm. This is now 2016. 2017, we actually launched our first event in Lake George, Law Enforcement Officers Weekend in Lake George. And we had 98 attendees, which at the time I, I didn't think it was, it was a great turnout, but it was a turnout nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was expensive, but the feedback that we got was unbelievable. But I'm leaving out a huge detail about Law Enforcement Officers Weekend. So what is Law Enforcement Officers Weekend? Mm-hmm. We are a two-pronged organization. First and foremost, we are a 501c3 nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we raise money over the years, and we bring the families of injured and fallen law enforcement officers to these events 100% paid for. So we pay for their flights. We pay for the hotels. We pay for all the food. We give them spending money throughout the weekend. And anything else that you could think of, we take care of it. It is the full VIP treatment for these families. So that's problem number one. Now a word from one of the POCUA's proud business partners, OfficerPrivacy.com. OfficerPrivacy.com was founded by Pete James, a law enforcement professional with over 25 years of experience. Pete wanted to find a way to help law enforcement officers protect themselves and their families. So he formed a team to create a way to quickly identify and remove their information from certain sites. Officerprivacy.com is the result. This service is already offered through a select few of our POCUA organizations. As a listener of Public Safety Talk Radio, you can take advantage of a special offer from Officerprivacy.com. 
go to officerprivacy.com slash POCUA, and when you sign up, you'll get two additional bonuses. In addition to removing your personal information from the top 30 people search sites, they will give you your first two months of monitoring free. This is a value of $39.98. In addition to that, you'll receive a cell phone privacy device, a $19.99 value. This prevents data from leaving your cell phone when you use public charging stations and is a must when traveling. So go to officerprivacy.com slash POCUA today to take advantage of this offer and to protect your privacy. Organizations who are members of the POCUA and are interested in offering the service directly to their members, contact us at POCUA at btcinc.org. Number two is we then open these events to the general public. And when I say general public, what I really mean, active law enforcement officers, their friends, their families to come and join us. And again, it's not just police. People always say the police, the police, but it's not just police. Law enforcement is a huge spectrum. Sure. Right? So, of course, you have the police, you have your local sheriff's departments, you have mm-hmm. deputy sheriffs, corrections, parole, probation. Technically, you can even you know, say that the district attorney's office is law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't discriminate who comes, who doesn't come. If you hold the law enforcement title, you're more than welcome to come, whether you're active or retired, or even if you're just a supporter, you're, you're welcome to come. We get discounts for all the hotels in the area. And at these weekends, we have fireworks shows with canine demonstrations. We do vintage police car displays, comedy shows, concerts, uh, fishing charters, surf lessons, jet skiing, you name it, we do it throughout the weekend. And it is super cheap. All the hotels we work with, all the awesome. vendors that we work with, they give it to us at bare minimum prices. And it's still very expensive. So I but could go. You could go. Anyone can go. I, I, got, I got the shirt on, so I could go. You can go. You can go. Do, you, do, could, do, you could do the podcast. I could. I, I very well could, you know, that, you that may, that may very well be a date, but you know, do, do you let, do you let firefighters in too, or it's kind of like, yeah, there's no hoses here. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. So <laughs> we actually have a few firefighters on our boards of, uh, on our board of directors, Good. Uh, Kevin Bernstein, who's a member of the FDNY, uh, Zach Grunther, who's a member of the Long Beach fire department. So we have plenty of, uh, of firefighters, EMTs, paramedics, uh, and of course, law enforcement officers who, who who support this organization through and through, and we also we we also help the firefighters. We uh, we we've done things in the past for the FDNY uh, and, and other local departments here. If they have a member that uh, needs assistance, or um, we we help with fundraising. So essentially, we are a organization that deals with logistics and event planning. That that's what we are at the base. So with all this fun going on, surfing lessons and fishing charters and everything else, somebody breaks their leg or has a heart attack. You got EMTs there too. We're yeah. good. We, we, we yeah. got it. We got it covered. We got, it. We got everything covered. Everything covered. <laughs> and, we, and we have, our, of course, we have insurance. Um, <laughs> so, you know, people are probably saying if they're listening to this and they know where Lake George is, they go, you can't surf in Lake George. No, you're right. It's because we have more than just our Lake George event. So since mm-hmm. 2017, we've expanded tremendously. Uh, we now offer over 14 different events throughout the entire country, primarily still in the Northeast. But we have our Lake George event, which is, of course, our, our home away from home. We have a Long Beach, New York event, which is uh, specific to officers who are injured in the line of duty. That's, of course, where the surfing comes in. Uh, Long Beach has some, some really great surf, uh, especially late summer, early fall. 
And then we have, uh, we just had our first ever event outside of New York in Miami, Key Biscayne, Miami, mm-hmm. where we had over 280 attendees come to the Ritz Carlton, the, 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 the classiest of class uh, uh, resorts in Miami. And we're talking rooms that are typically $800 to $1,000 a night just to mm-hmm. get, get in the door. And that's with nothing included. The Ritz Carlton last year gave us, our organization and all of our attendees, a deal for $199 a night. You're wow. not going to get these deals anywhere else. And we're able to do it through our organization because of our mission. We're doing it for the families of the fallen, the families of the injured. And our motto is bringing your blood and blue families together. And that's yeah. exactly what we do. So we bring these families who are going through a really tough time and we surround them with their blue family and they just get a lot of love and support and appreciation. Plus they get to have an amazing, fun family vacation and they get to leave the stress at home from, you know, these unfortunate incidents that have occurred. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it sounds like it. I love what you're doing. And and obviously a big shout out to the Ritz Carlton for lowering their rates for, for your program, for your event. Not every hotel, not every organization is going to do that. So uh, that that makes me want to stay at the Ritz Carlton. Yeah. And, and this year, uh, we're going to be launching registration soon. Uh, this year, of course, the prices did bump up. We knew that was going to happen. But even this year, with everything going on with inflation, it's only $249 a night. Mm-hmm. Again, you're not going to get these prices anywhere else. Yeah. Uh, so the, the the Miami event, and we sold out last year in 48 hours. So if anyone is interested in coming, you have to make sure to follow us on social media. Because the minute that we announce that we're opening up registration for the Ritz, it's, it's going to sell out within two days, maybe yeah. even less now. We have over five and a half million views on, on uh, Facebook alone each month. So there's a lot of people watching our Facebook page. Um, so follow us on social media. But th- those days are going to be October 7th to the 10th. It's Columbus Day weekend. Mm-hmm. So if anybody's interested in coming, lock in those dates. Now our Lake time. George- yeah. And our Lake George event is Father's Day weekend, June 17th to the 19th. And uh, again, we have a lot of stuff going on. Lake George has a lot more hotels in the area. Um, mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be too worried about getting locked out. But it's still a possibility. And then our Long Beach event is going to be uh, the last week in July. I believe it's the 28th through the 31st. Um, and then, of course, we have so many other things going mm-hmm. on. But just if you go to leoweekend.com, yeah. they can check out all the events and activities that we have up and coming for, for this year. So you got a lot going on just this year in 2022. I counted, you know, just three events that that you reeled off there. Um, it, when when these folks and and I love what you're doing with with injured and unfortunately families that have lost a, a loved one in the line of duty. Um, when they go to these events, it certainly sounds fun. Um, it sounds like it's very supportive. Um, is it just social or are are there other things there? Is there counseling? Is there any type of sessions or anything like that? Or is that just simply a way to, to get the weight off of your shoulders for a little while among people that understand? Sure. So it's a great question. And if you think about it, the weekend itself is counseling. Yeah. It may not seem like it, but we have really, really stressful jobs, whether we want to admit it or not. And talking about mental health in the law enforcement community specifically uh, is taboo. And it's been taboo for so long. And we're, 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 we've made great strides over the past few years. Um, I know a lot of departments are really actively working with uh, health professionals to try and uh, fix their 
their, the, the way they operate as a department to, uh, you know, dictate what happens after uh, an incident or with PTSD, with suicide awareness, um, or just giving cops just days off. It could be just as simple as just giving them an extra day off. Um, so if, if you, again, if you really think about it, the weekend itself is, so it's meant to be a relaxing weekend. It's meant to allow the attendees to de-stress and unwind and have fun and let loose. So that weekend in itself is a mechanism to fight mental, you know, uh, mental health. Yeah. But yes, we do offer, uh, seminars throughout, uh, most weekends, uh, that, that focus on an array of different topics. We have everything from bomb disposal to um, uh, something called trauma that, that we're going to be launching this year with uh, New York Leap, which is a, a partner organization of ours that focuses on mental health with law enforcement. Um, and then we've, we've had doctors come in the past. We've had uh, different uh, other types of uh, clinicians who, who deal with mental health. And uh, they're only about an hour to an hour and a half seminars. Again, you know, when you're coming to Miami or you're coming to Lake George, you're not looking to stay in the classroom all day, <laughs> but we offer them really early in the morning. It allows, uh, you know, the attendees to come and it's not just for the cops or I should say for law enforcement. Uh, we allow the families to come as well because, uh, how important is it for a spouse or, or a child to learn what their, uh, Leo is going through. Mm-hmm. And if, if mommy or daddy come home some nights and maybe they don't want to, you know, uh, talk to you. Maybe that they, they just want to go in their room or, yeah. or read your own or, story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it it allows them to understand what, what we go uh-huh. through as, as law enforcement officers. Um, Cause a lot of times we can't come home and talk about it. Uh-huh. Cause if I know if I did, if I came home and talked to my wife about the things that I did that day, uh, she would let me never go back to work. She would tell me uh-huh. I'd have to stay home, you know, every single day. So um yeah, I think that pretty much answers the question. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, well, it's, if you want to, if you if you want to retire and just stay at home, maybe you want to let her in on that. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I am really pleased because I've I've had a number of experts like yourself um, on this show that that the mental health, the emotional portion of the job. Um, is on the radar now. I know every department is different. Um, I think that some of the larger ones, it takes a little bit longer to, you know, steer that ship, but uh, it's it's certainly on the radar. Um, just here, I live in Long Beach, but it's Long Beach, California, not Long Beach, New York. Uh, yeah, it's all, yeah, it's, a lo- it's, it's still Long Beach. Uh, but was literally on a community meeting last night uh, with the chief of police and, and the local commander here in, in our division where I live in Long Beach. Uh, and they talked unsolicited. They talked about you know their vision for 2022 and, and mental wellness and, and health was, was a part of that vision from the chief uh, for all of his officers. So it was, it was good to hear that. Um, see, I should have actually talked to you a couple days ago. I would have said, you know, there's this guy, Austin, you know, he does stuff in Long Beach. It might as well be Long Beach, California. Why don't you bring him on out here for a weekend? <laughs> although, yeah, although it might be a little bit more expensive than two forty nine a night in California. It might, it, might, it might be, but you know what? Get me on the phone with the hotel and I guarantee I can talk him down. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you connected with the Hotel yeah. Maya in downtown Long Beach. Great people, great. by the way. But so in these events, you've been doing them for a number of years. Um, you now are doing them in Miami as well. 
Um, are the folks that, that come to your events primarily from New York and the East Coast, or are they coming from all over the country? Has the word gotten out? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely gotten out, and we continue to grow by leaps and bounds each and every month. It, it's been astonishing. Uh, in the beginning, yes, most of our attendees, especially because of where Lake George is geographically located, it is not easy to get to. For those of you, again, who know where it is, mm-hmm. the closest airport is Albany, which, of course, is the state capital <laughs> of New right. York. But Albany is a small airport. It doesn't have a lot of uh, you know commuter planes coming in and out. And it's still a good 45 minutes to an hour away from where Lake George is. Lake George mm-hmm. is, is very far north and you know, uh, close, closer to the Canadian border. Mm-hmm. Um, I call it Canada as a joke, being from Long Island, being as far <laughs> south as you can go. Uh, in New York, I, I always, when I go up there, I say we're in Canada because it's, it's close enough to me at least. Um, so again, it's not easy to get to, um, but uh, we still had a lot of attendees from Massachusetts, from New Jersey, Connecticut, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, um, the entire Northeast. And then as we started to expand and as we started to really launch our social media campaigns and word of mouth being probably one of the best uh, advertising tools that we have, we started noticing more and more people following us on social media, more and more people starting to come to these events. And then of course, once we launched Miami and Miami being a main, you know, hub with Fort Lauderdale and Miami international airport, mm-hmm. both within, you know, 25 minutes of one another. Uh, we have officers from coast to coast who come with their families. And uh, we even have some international officers now that are following nice. our, our event and uh, they want to come down and believe it or not, April 23rd, we're going to be working with the NYPD softball team. We're hosting an event in honor of Detective uh, Rivera and Mora, who mm-hmm. unfortunately were just killed a few weeks yeah. ago here in the city. We're hosting a softball tournament with 12 different teams uh, throughout the country, excuse me, throughout New York. Mm-hmm. But we also have the uh, Royal Air Force coming from Great Britain to come and play an exhibition game against the NYPD and we're helping set up this event. So uh, technically, I guess you could say that this is gonna be our first event with outside the country attendees uh, coming to participate. And uh, it's not just, it's, it's Royal Air Force and British Police. They have, they yeah. have uh, about 15 guys that are coming. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. Leo Weekend coming to London soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, you know, we're always looking to expand. So the goal over the next like five to 10 years, mm-hmm. honestly, is to continue to expand into other parts of the country. We get emails and and, and direct messages all the time on our social media platforms asking when we're going to do events in their area. Sure. We try to convince people, of course, to jump on the planes and fly to different locations. And that's why we really chose locations that are tourist attractions, uh, Miami, you know, uh, New York city slash sure. Long Island and then and Lake George. Um, but they're always saying, when are we going to come closer to them? And because of course it's, it's a, it's a huge cost factor. We understand that. So, yeah. With that being said, we're looking in the near future to have about five different events, major events throughout the entire United States. So we're looking at Colorado as a potential next mm-hmm. state that we want to move into. Uh, most of our events right now occur during the nicer summer months or, or fall. We have nothing in the winter, so we would love to host snowboarding, skiing, tubing, mm-hmm. uh, hot cocoa, getaway somewhere in Colorado. So we're working with uh, some of our partners out there. And then we're looking to potentially move into Texas after that. Mm-hmm. where we would move away from the uh, the major cities and kind of do maybe like a uh, a real Texan type of uh, event where we got big T-bone steaks and we can shoot <laughs> things and, you know, that type of thing. 
Um, you shoot your own steak. Yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, you, you get to choose your own yeah. steak. <laughs> See that steer? <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. So, uh, you know, the, the, the sky's the limit when it comes to this organization. Um, as long as we're able to continue to bring in sponsors and attendees and get the word out there, you know, we'll, we'll do as much as we can for, for these families and for our attendees because uh, it's needed. Um, I say this, uh, it's good and bad that we don't have competition. It's good in, in the sense that it's, I'll be honest, it's easier for us to obtain sponsors when I'm not competing against another organization that does what we do. Mm-hmm. It's bad because we can only help so many families. Yeah. I wish there were more organizations out there that, that, are, that are able to do what we do because then we could help a lot more. You know, last year alone, of course, COVID included, we had over 500 active law enforcement officers that were killed in the line of duty. Yeah. Of course, a lot of it was COVID related, but we still had, I believe it was like 62 officers that were shot and killed. Uh, and then a significant of, of, uh, amount of officers that were, sh- that were either intentionally struck by vehicles or, or killed in car accidents, they were stabbed. Um, and we can only help so many. Mm-hmm. Since 2017, we've helped 42 families. We worked with 42 families and we continue to, to add more. So by the end of this year, we'll, we'll probably be well over 60. But 60 in six years, you compare it to last year alone where we lost 500 officers, I mean, we're talking about, you know, peanuts. Mm-hmm. So I, I wish there were more organizations out there that, that were able to help. And, and it seems like there are. Uh, there, there are organizations that are starting to, to come around. Uh, every day, it seems like there's new organizations that are popping up. And then there's organizations that have been in existence for a while that are now kind of moving into the realm of, of offering different events and activities. Um, but again, uh, we're really good at what we do. And the more sponsors that we get and the more followers that we have on social media, the more that we're able to, to help. So uh, if you're a sponsor or a potential sponsor listening right now, please call Austin. We could use, we could use your assistance. We need, call- we need your money. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you know, to, to your point, yeah, there, there are so many organizations that are doing so many great things uh, like Leo weekend uh, but they're doing it regionally. They're they're doing what they can with the resources they have. Um, and as a side note, that is one of the objectives of the POCUA to keep bringing these organizations together so there could be partnering and collaborating, um, especially for for those uh, for those businesses that don't care who get the credit. Um, who care about you know helping right. uh, first responders? Uh, unfortunately, while while that certainly is the case most of the time, unfortunately, sometimes you get those businesses that that want the limelight and don't want to share. Uh, but yeah. fortunately, yeah. that's few and far between. Um, but a question, you know, as I begin to to wrap this up, you know, I I can hear the passion for for what you're doing. Uh, I certainly heard the passion when we, we before we press the record button uh, for your job as a police officer, of course. Uh, but there's at least just as much passion for this. Is this is this your future, where you, you serve as a police officer for a while, and then eventually, you know, you're just that entrepreneur that is running Leo Weekend full time throughout the country. That's a question I ask myself every single day. <laughs> Do you uh, ever answer it? <laughs> I, 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 f- 
fantasize in my in my head every single day about that the question that I ask myself every day. Um, you know, the plan changes uh, each and every day. <laughs> uh, it's it's not an easy answer. Um, first and foremost, nobody in our organization, whether it's the volunteers or our board of directors receives a paycheck. Uh So we're all doing this 100% on our own time, on our own dime. For the most part, we even pay for our our own hotel rooms. We pay for our own flights because we want as much money to go into the organization as possible. Now, of course, are there times where we do use funding so we can go to these events and we can go to these meetings? Yes, sometimes we have to. We're not made of money. We're first responders. We don't make a lot of money. So Mm -hmm. we sometimes have to use funding to do that. But for the most part, we use that out of our own pocket. Have we discussed as a board in five, 10 years down the road or if we're able to land major sponsorships where we transition away from being active responders and focusing more full-time on LEO Weekend? Of course, 100%. Um, I get the question all the time. You know, do I see myself as the president of, of this organization moving more into a, a full role with, with, with it? And of course, right now, I, I, I already am. This is, uh, I feel like I work more on LEO Weekend than I do as an NYPD officer. <laughs> uh, it's nonstop. It never, it never ends. Um, but I would love to. And I, 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 people even come up to me and they ask me if I'm ever going to get into politics. And, you know, it's... Um, I think don't it, do it's that. All, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Just keep I fantasizing know. every day. Don't go in the yeah. park. <laughs> but the answer, the answer is yes. I would love to at, at some point, whether it's when I retire, which is not for another, oh God, uh, you know, 12 to 14 years from now. Right. I only have eight years on the job in New York. We need 22 and a half to retire. Mm. Um, so still got a long way to go. But if the opportunity ever presented itself, yeah, I think I'd jump all over it uh, to, to do this full time. And Oh man, I, I, what I would be able to do if if, if I did do this full time, it would be unbelievable. Yeah, well, we'll look forward to that. But for for now, keep keeping everybody safe in through the NYPD. All right, don't quit your day job. No, I, will, I won't be quitting anytime soon. Well, I love what you're doing. I love the story behind it. I always love the entrepreneurial stories. And when they're entrepreneurial and related to public safety and our public safety professionals, it always gets me excited. Yeah, last question that I have for you, and, I, and I'm pretty sure you already mentioned it, but it bears repeating. How can folks out there find Leo Weekend if they're interested in participating in one of your events? Sure. So the two easiest ways. First and foremost, uh, social media. So if you look us up on Instagram, it's L-E-O underscore weekend. And then on Facebook, Law Enforcement Officers Weekend. Follow us. And we always are constantly posting. We're very, very active on social media. And you'll see all the upcoming events and activities. And you'll interact with our community. And then, of course, our website. So if they go to leoweekend.com, click on on, on the link. We always have an updated list of what's going on. and uh, again, um, if, if you want to come to an event or if you're another nonprofit or an organization or a company that wants to get involved and, and work with us, we're always open to that. Uh, we never um, want to do anything alone. Uh, there's power in numbers. There's power in, in different uh, organizations working with each other. So uh, if you're listening, get in contact with us and we'd, we'd love to, to work with you and, and, and bring an event to an area near you. Perfect. Austin, you know, thank you so much. 
appreciate what you're doing and really appreciate you taking some time out of what I know is a really busy day for you. You know what? It's, it's, it's a pleasure. I, I love doing interviews. I love, I love interacting and, and, and as, as you see, talking about my passion. So this is uh, the pleasure is all mine. Yeah, you made you made my job as an interviewer very easy, and I appreciate it, Austin. <laughs> but thank you again, and thank you to all of you who have watched or listened to this episode of Public Safety Talk Radio. Definitely go out there and check out LeoWeekend.com and go to one of these events if you can. And we'll be with you next week with another great guest. Public Safety Talk Radio is produced by the POCUA. The POCUA is a consortium of financial institutions serving law enforcement as well as other first responders and public safety professionals. To learn more about our association and to find one of our credit unions or service providers near you, go to www.policecreditunions.com. And always remember, if you aren't working with one of our POCUA credit unions, you're just banking with an institution that just so happens to serve first responders. As a public safety professional, you and your family deserve better. Find a POCUA credit union today. Thank you.